0: What's up, guys? Welcome into the Friday edition of 4th and Wrong with yours truly, Chris Marlar. I hope you guys have had a great week. It's been a fun first week with The Daily Podcast, and we are closing out the week strong with a really fun episode and a deep dive. You guys know I love a deep dive. Um, so we're going to close out the week with that. And it is going to be based around the NIL impact on National Signing Day, Um, specifically with five-star recruits. National signing day was Wednesday, um, and it's really the first – it's the second year uh, with NIL at the forefront, but it's really the first time we've seen kind of more chaotic uh, and people throwing the bag at, at like, high school kids way more um, than we've seen in the past. So uh, the deep dive today is looking at how much NIL has impacted National signing day and where five-star recruits specifically are going this year in this recruiting cycle – in comparison to the last um, four to five years. So if you see the top uh, 25 and top 10 right here we have listed, it's kind of the usual suspects. But one of the things that NIL, um, one of the main selling points that people outside of, I'd say, the Blue Bloods or elite programs um, wanted to see was more parity and creating more of a level playing field outside of, you know, the main three to five teams and programs that kind of hoard a lot of the talent, specifically five-star talent, every single year in recruiting. I'm talking about Bama, Georgia, um, and Ohio State. And if you look at the top 10 rankings here, it seems like, you know, the usual suspects. You look at the the top 25 teams by conference, the SEC and Big Ten made up 20 of the 25 teams, SEC with over half of the top 25. All of that seems normal. But again, back to the, the main gripe with some people before NIL and wanting a level playing field. When you look at the last four years, from 2020 to 2023, there were 140 total five-star recruits uh, on the 247 composite. 67 of those 140 total five-stars were on four teams. That is 47.8% of the total five-stars over that four-year span went to four total teams. And if you look at when I say, like the hoarding of talent, specifically what we've seen over the years and and before this this specific um, recruiting cycle with NIL – what we've seen over the years is a hoarding of talent and a consolidation of talent in the top three recruiting classes and the top five recruiting classes year in and year out. And if you look at here, um, the percentage of total five stars that are um, in the top three classes overall, as opposed to the entire rest of the class, 45% of the total five stars usually sign in the top three classes. You can see the trends over the last couple of years. Um, it's always been above 40%, It uh, average around 45%. This was the first year that it was 27%. Only 10 total five stars were in the top three classes. That is 10 out of 37 total five stars. Um, Usually when you talk about uh, the the total five stars in just the the top three, you're talking around 16 total um, between those three. So usually around half, like I said, um, this year was only 10. Or if you look at the top five, you want to expand it out a little bit. The top five classes usually consist of 60% of the total five stars in the class are usually in the top five overall classes um, by themselves. So this is the first time in uh, the last five years where that number has actually been less than half of the total five stars. So this year, 46 percent of the total five stars in the class um, signed in in a top five class. The rest were dispersed around the rest of the country. And this past Wednesday, we saw the biggest disbursement of five star talent we've seen in the last five years. We had the most teams to sign a five-star with 17. We had the most teams to sign multiple five-stars with 10. Uh, With that in perspective, that is the first time it's reached double digits, and here's a trend of it over the last five years. It was also the first time uh, in the last five years where you had the total number of five-stars that signed with ranked teams outside of the top 10 with 13 total... um, total five stars that signed with teams that did not finish it with a top 10 class. Uh, That is by far and away, it's about 133% more than the previous years. Uh, Teams ranked outside the top 10 with at least one five star. There were nine of them, nine of them this year. Um, Why is that a big deal? You're talking about like being able to have more and more talent available to more and more teams. You look at South Carolina getting two five stars this year, Um, this year alone outside of the top 10, uh, there were four different teams that signed multiple five-stars. That is a, that is more this year than there has been in the last five years combined. There has never been in the last five years more than one team that has signed multiple five-stars this year. There were four. Um, and you talk about having a open um, – A a better opportunity for for the rest of these teams in like not only power five, but around the country, the lowest ranked team, the lowest ranked team to sign a five star recruit. The four year average of that was 42nd. It was that is the average of the lowest ranked team um, that will sign a five star recruit this year. Colorado signed one ranked 117. And why is this a big deal? We'll close on this. Why is this a big deal? Because you look at the teams and the feel good stories making history throughout the country. One of the things that NIL has done, it has given opportunities to teams like Colorado, who signed their a second five-star this year. They signed a, five-year, a five-star year 5 this year for the second year in a row. That is the first time they've signed one in 15 years and only the fifth in program history. Um, Nebraska signed one for the first time in almost 20 years uh, with uh, quarterback Dylan Rayola. Um, huge, huge get. Uh, considered the number one player in the country for a lot of the recruiting process. And then you look at um, Texas Tech. Texas Tech was not only able to get their first ever five-star recruit, but they were able to get their highest ranked recruit in the history of the program with a receiver, who I'm drawing a blank on his name, Micah Hudson. Got to love it. Um, It's been a really, really fun time looking at um, how much more parity has been involved, at least in the recruiting process. Um, Again, you go from having almost 50% of the overall five stars going to four teams, and now you have 17 different teams with 10 teams having multiple five stars. Um, In this recruiting class alone, it should make college football a lot more fun.